Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Diving deep into the Red Sox, it's Red Sox Review with Rob Bradford on WEEI. All right, let's go. Let's go. Optimism in Boston. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I am talking about. People feeling good about things once again after all drafting all those kickers and guards and the Bruins losing and then the Celtics losing and boom, here we go. Next thing you know, you're sitting here and the Red Sox have won five in a row, eight to three over the mighty Blue Jays. We thought they were the mighty Blue Jays, but now they're sitting at 18 and 13, just a half game up on the Red Sox. And on top of all of that, I don't know if you know this, but the Celtics also won. The Celtics won, and it was a blowout over the Philadelphia 76ers, 121-87. to So that series tied at 1-1. But we're here at Fenway Park. I am Rob Bradford. I'll just for a couple minutes here. Andrew Meehan back at the, fl- the flagship, the, the studio, the the, uh, he's a straw that stirs a drink right up until we have to take off in just a few minutes. But we're going to give you what we can, give you as much as we can, and w- especially what happened here at Fenway Park. Like he said, 8-3 victory over the Toronto Blue Jays. I think the story today, well, the story really coming in was the big Verdugo-Manoa showdown, and nothing really transpired from that. You, Manoa got Verdugo first time up, struck him out. Nothing to see, nothing to hear, nothing, really no confrontations. Verdugo got him with a hit a little bit later, but again, it was more about the the game was too close, you would think, for anything really, really to happen. And the Red Sox ended up getting to Manoa finally. Everybody in the Red Sox lineup got a hit. And like I was going to say, probably for me, the biggest story, the biggest takeaway from this game, other than than just winning, was Tristan Casas' hit. Tristan Casas had three hits, three for five, almost hit a home run on a night where it seemed impossible to hit a home run, especially to left field or center field here at Fenway. I mean, he hit one to center. It would have been a home run probably any other night, but not tonight. Although I say that, and Vladimir Guerrero hit one of the most titanic home runs you'll see in this park, well over the left field wall, and it went 450 feet. But more so than that, you have to understand how what it had to knife through to get to 450 feet. It was r- windy. It was cold. Ended up being rainy. The whole ball of wax that was off Nick Pavetta. But other than that, Nick Pavetta was pretty good. Nick Pavetta has been fairly solid across the board here. Now he's at two and two. He's a 4.99 ERA, which you know isn't great, isn't terrible. This day and age, six innings, three runs, kept him in the ball game. Chris Martin came in. Got a, a perfect inning, struck out two. So that was very, very encouraging, him coming back and pitching well. Cutter Crawford, that was the only sort of downside of the whole pitching equation for the Red Sox. 
He was cruising through things up until he got one out in the ninth inning and then had to come out. We'll try to get you an update before we have to take off any news we hear about Cutter Crawford's condition. Ryan Brazier came in, got the last two outs. But like I said, Tristan Casas, he's the guy who you have to focus on, a guy who they really the last one of the last pieces of the puzzle when it comes to this offense. For, so for him to come away with three hits, and you could tell he was just swinging the bat well. He was swinging. It was just a different kind of confidence going into this. So as we said, Alec Manoa, who was pretty much cruising through the first three innings, he's going to be the one taking the loss. And Manoa's line was ended up not being so, so great. He five innings, eight hits, five runs, only two earned. Uh, but he threw 103 pitches in those five innings. So in all the all the brouhaha, all the chaos, all the controversy and all of it, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe something happens tomorrow. I don't know because it's not just Manoa and Verdugo. And you know what I'm referencing, of course, where Alex Verdugo came on the Baseballs and Boring podcast. You may know it from the podcast that I have ready for you every single morning, certainly before 8 a.m. So check that out. Subscribe, rate, review, listen. The Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. Getting all your things baseball, both national and local. And Verdugo came on on April 4th and really sort of we were talking about the emotion of baseball and he surfaced his feelings toward Alec Manoa. That caught a lot of attention, got a lot of play. Verdugo caught, drew back a little bit on it to Chris Cotillo of Mass Live yesterday but fully came into this game and kind of expected there might be something, not only because of that, but because these two teams sort of chirp at each other all the time. You go back to last year where early, I think in June, in Toronto, you had the benches cleared. Nothing really happened, but Vlad and Pavetta, they were yelling at each other. And you go back the year before, right after the trade deadline, there was a little, little bit of a of a skirmish between the two teams. So it always seems like there's something, and especially, you know, when – Things are so tense right now. We're not tense, but both teams are vying for position in the American League East. I mean, this team, this division is kind of kooky. It's kind of crazy. The fact that the Red Sox are sitting here now, they're in fourth place. But like I said, they're a half game back of the Jays. You have the Blue Jays who, I'm sorry, the Orioles who lost. They fell to 20 and 10. The Rays who won, have now won two in a row. They sit atop the division at 25 and 6. But as we sit here right now, and I know people get all riled up and they say, what's a big deal? How can you give the standings? Who cares? Well, the Red Sox would be in the postseason. They would be a wild card team. And think about, it's more importantly, it's how they're playing. We said this all along. Early in the season, yeah, you can look at the standings. You can look at the the you know whether or not you're you're in postseason you need you need to play well you just simply have to play well and they are playing much much better there's no question about it and they also got some good news on the injury front James Paxton he's almost ready to come back he's going to make one more rehab start on Friday jo- Joely Rodriguez he threw down in Fort Myers again another lefty they were counting on heading into this year and uh, Trevor Story, he's still with his family, He's but he's going to be swinging a bat soon if he's not already swinging a bat. And Garrett Whitlock, he doesn't seem like he's going to be missing a whole lot of time either. So they got the pieces coming back, but really until that happens, you look at what the team they have now, you have to feel good about it. You have to feel good. You go up and down the lineup. Verdugo, another hit. 
He's hitting 315. Yoshida now up over 300. He had two more hits. Uh, and then you have Justin Turner, two more hits at 273. Rafael Devers, like you said, another hit. Jaron Duran, he got on base three times with one hit and two walks. And Valdez, he has been a fine for Bloom. You have to give, as I wrote today, you have to give Bloom some credit. Take a breath. Take a breath and give Bloom some credit for some of these guys because another guy that we can mention, Connor Wong, he started again today and got another hit. So, well, listen, I told you it was going to be a short show. A lot to get to, but there's a lot to feel good about here in Boston. Finally, finally, finally. Not only did the Celtics win, by the way, but they won. And Jason Tatum, what did he do? He had seven points. Seven points, not a single three-pointer in 19 minutes. And you won 121-87. to 87. So, listen, when you wake up tomorrow, you should feel good. You've been knocked down for the last few days. You should feel good. Andrew Meehan, the, probably the best producing job I've ever seen in the 10-minute show. Excellent job. Excellent job. So I want to thank everybody. Great broadcast by the guys once again. Red Sox, try to get the sweep of the Blue Jays. Who would have ever thought that was going to happen? Try to get the sweep heading into tomorrow. Early start. Start about an hour early. Celtics still play the day after, but as I'll say it once again, you should feel good about yourself. You should feel good about Boston sports for the first time all week. There you go. I'm Rob Bradford. We'll see you tomorrow. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.